Welcome to Pure Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and this is episode 48. Do you see how, like, when I, I introduced that, like, I almost did, like, spirit fingers? <laughs> Jazz hands? Yeah, like, <sighs> if you're watching on, if you're not watching on YouTube and listening to the podcast, just think of Mike with jazz hands. Jazz That's hands. what just happened. Spirit and fingers. You know what makes, you know what makes me sad is I haven't had a special, like, number connection last few episodes. Yeah, it's okay. You don't need it. <laughs> no, 48 was, there's something significant of 48 back in the day. I just remember what it was. Well, you know, it's like. Oh, Jimmy Johnson is is number forty eight. Well, it is Joe Montana's number times three. That's okay. Our, now we're getting a little crazy here. It's it's your favorite will, TV show twenty four times two. There, see, there you go. <laughs> There's so many ways you can go about it. My mind is blown. All right, well, forty eight. Here we go. Uh, this is this is going to be a cool episode. It's going to be on um, shipping, which I'm really excited about. Um, not because shipping is exciting, but because it shipping. Can be. You don't like shipping a little bit. Like when you get it just right, there's a certain amount of like therapeutic, you know, when you get your ship together. To shipping. Oh gosh! And you're able to ship stuff out in time yeah. and get your shipping done. Yeah, it's it's like the old Kmart commercials. You remember those? I think it was Kmart. <laughs> oh, they yeah. did a really good oh, job. Yeah, I remember were, that. Yes, yes, the pants. Yes, yes. How did that go? It was. Do we want to talk about it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Those of you that remember, it was a Kmart? I think it was. It may not have been, but I remember thinking like that was a clever. It was clever marketing. No, um, I remember. It was about shipping pants. Yeah. Well, you could ship anything. That was okay. their thing. And there were certain things that they, they said that they shipped that, that was just funnier than others. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but anyways, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about shipping is um, when I first started reselling, this is where most of my mistakes came from was shipping. And it was the thing I was most afraid about. And it was the thing that kept me from reselling for a long time. And anytime I talk to some friends or family members and I try to introduce them to reselling, it's always the thing they're most concerned about. And so I think having an episode where we talk about it um, is going to be good for a few reasons. One, if you're brand new, you're, you're starting out reselling, you're a beginner, you're going to get a lot of good advice here. I mean, it's, this isn't going to be comprehensive of like every single thing, but it's going to you know cover some some things. The other thing too is if you are a veteran reseller, you've been doing this for a long time, there might be some tips and tricks that we have that, that you don't use, or maybe if you have some good ones, you can share it in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube, um, and, and we can just continue to help the community and give more advice. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is we're going to have down in the description, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, some links to products that we actually use for shipping. Um, so if you're interested, as we talk about these items, if you want to know like the exact bags we're using or the exact printer, uh, tape, all of those things, we'll have a description down in our, the links down in our description. So they'll be in two places. They'll be down below or they'll be on our Instagram link yep. tree. So you can find them in both places. And we're only going to put items that we actually use. So for instance, I'm going to just say it. I don't have a zebra printer or a dimel printer. So, But I got a Rolo and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll get there. But, but you, have, you don't have one yet, do you? I don't. Oh my gosh. I don't because I have a laser printer that Eric the College Picker sent me and it's been awesome. And I do need to get a thermal label printer. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Why? But we want to assure you, like, when we put anything in there, it's something that we actually use. Yeah. And, and, and I've seen some, some comments recently on some of our, our content where people have been giving some advice with their shipping stuff that I haven't tried yet, but I'm going to try. And, you know, if it's stuff that we, we feel is worthwhile, we'll mention that too. But, yeah, please just put your, put your suggestions down in the comments, and we'd love to see those too. But, yeah, anything we say and the links that we put, it's stuff that we can vouch for and at least say, hey, this might not be the best. But it's what we use and it works. So Agreed. And I got one more disclaimer. Please know that we're sharing what we do doesn't mean we have it all together. 
because, you know, shipping is one of those things that there's two ways to look at it. One, there's perspective. Like some people like doing things a certain way and it's not, you know, the best way, but it's just, you know, that way works it's for them. It's a way. It's a way. Or the other one, it's like, hey, Orlando, you're doing this just wrong. <laughs> Here's the way I do it. So if you ever come across something like that, just leave it in the comments below in a very nice, tactful way. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we all want to get better at things and, and some... Some things are preference and some things really could be like when we found out about uh, pirate pirate ship. Pirate ship. Oh, that oh, was a big deal. It's huge, right? Like so, so you know, advice is always welcome. So hey, hopefully you this will be really helpful. We've gotten so many DMs and comments about how do you ship this, how do you ship that, questions that hopefully this will, you know, help answer a lot of those questions. So before we get wait, started, wait, 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 before wait, you wait. do that. I totally have a, a quote of the week. That, oh, okay. That, that it fits well, arms it fits. out and everything. It, because I so Mike, if you're listening on podcast, just stretch out his arms and made me stop the podcast. I'm so excited because you know this is one where I was like, I don't know if, if there's a quote that I've heard recently or have thought about that like would fit anything to do with shipping. But what we just talked about with this idea of people leaving comments about like how they do things and how we do things, I think this is a good one. Com the the quote goes something like this, and I heard this recently. I thought it was interesting. Um, I think it's another Stoic uh, that I got this from just because I was reading some, some of their All these their classical stuff. authors. I, I love it. Um, and and it, it goes something like this. Be... Um, I have Google at my fingertips. No, no, no. I can remember. It's, it's okay. It's, it's be tolerant with others and strict with yourself. And I think that's good advice. Well, like offer advice. grace to other people and, and, and hold the highest standards for yourself. Right? So, so... Same thing with us, right? Like, like when you're going to give us advice, um, be tolerant with us because we're not perfect. But not, but, not at but, all. But you be as perfect as you can be, and you know we all win. Yeah, there's some perfect people out there in the reselling community. I'm sure there are. They never do anything wrong ever. That's not us, though. Definitely not. De me. Definitely not us. All, all right. right. Sorry for interrupting. Please continue with I what know, you were going to do. But before we get started, we kind of got to discuss the the different shipping platforms. Right, because the advice we're giving is going to, it's not going to be all over the place, but it's going to apply differently to different people, right? So Poshak and Mercari, I think, are the easiest platforms to ship. So I just wanted you to share a little bit about what does shipping look like, especially those of you that haven't thought about jumping to those platforms or are considering it. Why don't you, and, and you know, give us some of your lowdown on these platforms. Yeah, and I'll, I'll talk specifically about Poshmark. I know Mercari is very similar um, so probably most of what I say is going to, you know, kind of, kind of overlap there. Um, but it is, Poshmark is by far the easiest shipping you will ever do. Which I don't think is the best thing out there. I'll tell you why in a little bit. Go, sure, go ahead, I'm sure there's something towards like, you know, learning more and stuff. But, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> but, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a line, right? And, and I think, I think if, if you could, if you could, not everybody's entire business is Poshmark, right? But but I know some people who they make their majority of their money through Poshmark. Okay. And um, it is so simple to do shipping. So the way shipping works on Poshmark is customer buys an item. The There's a $6.99 built-in shipping cost that they pay when they buy the items. They just know it. You don't. So it's not like some sellers are offering like free shipping and some sellers are charging a lot for shipping. And some charge, you know, if you live further away, it costs more. And it's, it, it's not like that at all. Um, you can offer deals. Like if you can offer somebody... Uh, and and offer to pay some of the shipping. So if it's six ninety nine, you might say like I'll pay for half of it. Um, but for the most part, it's the, they just know when they buy something, they're not haggling at all over shipping. They pay the six ninety nine, 
And somehow Poshmark, and I'm sure Mercari's done the same thing, they have a deal with UPS or USPS, and any any box, any package, anything, as long as it doesn't weigh more than five pounds, which for the most part, if you're selling shoes or clothing, you're not going to go over that five pound mark unless you sell a huge bundle. The, the $6.99 shipping covers it, and you can ship it in any of the USPS boxes that you can pick up for free. So you're not paying for boxes. We've literally ordered a ton of boxes from USPS. We've also ordered really cute poly bags that are like, um, they're like lemon ones and some stuff that we got off Amazon. We'll put the link down in the description. Um, and we like them cause they're like fancy and cute and festive. And if you're a Poshmark seller, people like that and they're cheap. They're only like, I don't know. I don't know the exact number, like 10 cents a bag, five cents a bag, something like that. And we put the, the shirt in there. We put the pants in there. You put the shoes in there, whatever you want to put in the bag, or you could put it in a, UP, a USPS box. You, you press print. Poshmark literally has like the print label. You press print. It's already paid for. It's already all the information's in there. You don't have to put in anything. And I know if people buy stuff on eBay, it's the same thing. You can print it, but it's, you don't have to worry about like weighing it. You don't have to worry about getting dimensions. You don't have to worry as long as it's under five pounds any USPS box or any poly bag that you're using, you stick the label on it and it goes and it's the simplest thing in the whole world. So things that might cost, you know, $15 to ship normally, like a good size. I mean, what does, what does, I don't ship USPS very much, but what is like the shoe box, like the medium size flat rate? What does that cost? Medium flat rate, it's about 12 something. It's about like 1233 or something. If you sell it on Poshmark, it's 699 and you're not paying it, the customer's paying it. It's crazy. But I charge, I charge the customer. Right, you but that's the thing though is is if you're a customer and you're gonna buy something, you're gonna buy a pair of shoes, yeah. okay, and you can buy it on Poshmark and the sh the shipping six ninety nine, or you can buy those same shoes on eBay and the shipping is twelve ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine yeah. because that's they're gonna go to Poshmark, right? Because it's cheaper shipping and it's it's just it's <laughs> so simple, it's so simple, um, and and there's downsides to Poshmark for sure. There's the whole social aspect and the sharing, which is can be obnoxious. I'm not gonna lie. But these shipping, like there's times when we go out to our garage to pack stuff to ship. And when it's Poshmark sales, it's like uh, five seconds per item and we're done. Whereas if it's an eBay sale, I mean, it could take a little longer to package it, make sure to weigh it, put the dimensions in. So it's great. You should try it. If you haven't sold something on Poshmark yet, don't let shipping be the thing. If you're If you're afraid to jump into reselling, Poshmark is so, so easy with shipping. Um, as long as it's not more than five pounds, which even jackets and stuff aren't going to be more than that, you're good to go. And and I wanted to correct something. So the the rate that I'm giving for the medium flat rate, that's what I pay on the eBay side, right? It's not what I'm paying, like, let's say, if I went directly to the post office. So right. one thing before we move forward, I want to suggest that all your labels, you take care of at home. If there's any advice that you walk away with from this podcast is like, don't go wait in line at the post office and ship something. Did you ever do that in the beginning? Oh, yeah. When I first started, well, and not only did I go to the post office, a few times I went to the people up front, but the first several things that I sold, I went to the kiosk machine where you, oh yeah, and it took forever to like, you know, put in the first three letters of the street. And it's like an old school touchscreen that was like from like 10 years ago where it's like kind of responsive, but kind of not. And like, then you got to like, slide your card, but you can only print one label at a time. Then it starts over and you got to reslide your card for the next, like it would take so long to print a label and you weigh it, put it on the thing. And it's so nice to be able to do it all from home now. Yeah. So I strongly recommend that. I mean, I'll give you, we're going to talk about eBay in a little bit for, for instance, if you went to the post office 
and you wanted to send, you know, you were talking about Poshmark with the six ninety nine, the ship mm -hmm. shoes in that kind of box. If you were to do it on, you know, just go to the post office, it would cost you fourteen thirty five for a medium flat rate box. If you did it off of eBay directly, it would cost you twelve forty two. Yeah, right. So and over time, a, that adds up. Yeah, that's a dollar ninety three. So you're talking over time. Like I sold a ton of shoes. So let's say I sold five hundred shoes. I'm talking about almost yeah. a thousand dollars. You know what, what? What's kind of a bummer is. Um, and and this this isn't going to apply to everybody, but we default most of our items to UPS, not USPS, okay? Because uh, we've we've networked with some people, and we have a. Um, you might be able to find some people if you talk to people who ship a lot of things. Maybe they have a warehouse or something like that. If they ship in bulk, sometimes they get these kinds of discounts, like that that um, eBay gets or that uh, Poshmark gets, and so they get they negotiate a cheaper rate for the items they send. Um, so we default everything to UPS because for the most part, we can send cheaper through UPS, through the connections we're using. Like the heavier items. Heavier, yeah, big okay. heavier items. The problem, though, is there's sometimes, sometimes where after we put in, because you don't know until you put in the, all the information for the discounts what it's actually going to be. So until it sells and where it's going, it's all dependent. So most items sell for a certain amount, and that's kind of what we base our shipping off of. But sometimes it is cheaper for us to, sh to switch it over to USPS. If you select UPS as the option or anything besides USPS as the option in eBay, you can't change it over to USPS to print You can the if it's FedEx. If it's FedEx? If it's UPS, you can't. That's so weird. So what I've done, if I've had to go to... Uh, actually, yeah, no, if it's UPS, you're stuck with UPS unless you go directly to the FedEx site. It is weird. Like it's weird that you can't happen. just change it over to USPS and, and then you get can, the discount yeah, yeah. on eBay. Like they should just, I mean, as long as it gets the customer in the same amount of time, like who cares, right? Like, no. You should get the discount. I get it. So, but anyways, going back to what we're talking about. So Poshmark and Mercari, very similar. We don't sell a lot of Mercari. I have sold a Mercari in the past, but it's the same idea, prepaid shipping labels. And so, you know, if you're, if shipping is something that's, you know, you're kind of, you know, I guess, intimidated about, like, that's the route to go. But I will say, to make those bigger sales, to get those unique items sold, eBay is the way to go, right? And so eBay, you definitely have to learn your shipping skills. Okay, but before we do that, let me talk about Amazon a little bit because, you know, there's some selling you could do on Amazon. You could do Merchant Fulfilled where the, you keep the product and you sell it. And you, again, can buy the printing label off of Amazon, Okay, but there's some things that I just wanted to share a couple of things and I didn't know where to put this in the podcast. Um, I had uh, been DMing back and forth with uh, the Floridian Picker on Instagram. That's Floridian Picker. And he had this awesome things that he has suggested. And this works with eBay, too. Right. Have you ever sold something where there's no manual? Yeah. Okay. Do you ship the manual? Like, do you print it out and ship it? Uh -uh. No. What do you do? You just ship it, right? Yeah. Have you ever thought about printing like you can find the, like pdf manuals yeah not printing the so i've done the printing of the manual but that can cost money right yeah a lot of money but what about printing the the web address on a thermal printer or like on a printer and putting it on the bubble wrap think about that yeah, it's interesting do customers seem to appreciate that i i would say on amazon yes because a lot of returns that happen on amazon is people get the item and since there's no manual, they may go, oh, this doesn't work, mm. right? Where if they had the manual, they could troubleshoot or figure out that there's something they missed. Same thing with eBay. Sometimes I'll sell an electronic on eBay and I don't want to spend the money to print out. I know some people print out the manual. That's a lot. I mean, I have a toner 
you know, cartridge, and it's not like a lot, but it's still going to cost you in the end, yeah. especially with the paper and everything going on. But what he has begun doing on Amazon is he has a thermal printer, and he'll just, you know, type the address in, and he'll print it out, and he'll put that label on the bubble-wrapped item. And I thought that was genius. Yeah, that's a good idea. I have never thought about doing that. Seriously, like, I've been selling – I told him, I go, I've been selling on Amazon for years, and I've never once, never once considered doing that. I usually just put on my Amazon description uh, that there is no, uh, you know, no manual, no box, and I just leave it at that. And I'll get returns, and I go, wait, this is fully functioning. Well, so Enrico, who's a Floridian picker, he he decided, you know what, I want to cut down returns, and it helped him out. Huh. So I thanked them and I said, "Hey, can I share this on the on our podcast?" Oh, that's good. And that's so awesome. if you're if you know if you do even FBA, right? FBA returns happen like that, right? Like usually, don't people don't question it. They just send it back. Well, hey, if they have access, and I know they got to type it in into the web bar, and you know it gets kind of hard. Like if you mistype it, but hey, at least there's something there to prevent that return because then that person could a fix the issue by maybe they didn't press the right button. They didn't, you know, get the right information, mm-hmm. or they can contact the manufacturer from the phone number in the manual. Yeah, and more and more places and products are actually moving towards online manuals. Anyways, I've gotten a lot of items where it's brand new and the companies will on their thing say to view the manual, go to, or uh, there was a pretty clever, you know, I like when companies are pretty sarcastic with stuff. Um, there was, there was one company that was like, don't read this manual. They're a waste of time. Rather watch this video. Right. And then there's like a link to the oh, video. I love those. Right. Like I love that. So, I mean, you could do the same thing and, and, and if it's a used item, it's almost like you're, you're, you know, doing the same thing. And I, I think as more and more companies do that, I think, I think customers will appreciate that and, and come to expect that as opposed to like, it needs to have the manual. Yeah. So anyways, great tip. Thank you, Enrico, for sharing with us and allowing us to share on the podcast. Because I really think that's going to help a lot of people. That's Amazon and eBay across that, you know, that's another way that you can help, you know, buyers be satisfied with their purchase. That's good stuff. So with Amazon, you know, Shipping on Amazon, so there's Merchant Fulfilled, which is kind of the norm, kind of what we were talking about. You know, you you print right off of Amazon. You know, you try to find the best deal. Now, here's what you got to understand with Amazon, though, is that Amazon only charges so much for shipping. So it definitely eats into your costs, right? So you got to be careful that, you know, you don't get to choose, like, how much you charge. I mean, I guess you can in a certain way, but it's it's a little different. And so to be competitive on Amazon, remember, you only have two things that keep you, comp- no, actually one thing keep you competitive, it's your price. That's it. So you got to be careful with the shipping. Now, when you do FBA, you know, the one suggestion I will say is find a carrier that works best for you because it's automatically set up for FBA to do UPS. And for me, F- uh, FedEx has been cheaper lately. Hmm. And it wasn't until mid Q4 that I recognized it. So I think about the hundreds of dollars Ooh. I had lost. And it wasn't until another a reseller on IG, Rocket Reseller, contacted me and said, why aren't you using FedEx? And I'm like, I don't know. So you're saying that, that the, the negotiated discounted price that Amazon was getting through UPS was not as good as the personal price that you could get through FedEx? Correct. Wow. And I felt really bad because I have great friendships with the UPS store I go to. And I had to just be candid with them and say, hey, I love you guys, but... Your prices are terrible. Well, it's not their fault. Yeah. They didn't even negotiate that price. Speaking of which, this is, it's not off topic. It's connected, but okay. how do the, like the UPS stores, cause I drop off a lot of packages that I pre, you know, I do the payment online and I'll even drop off my USPS stuff there. Cause the USPS people will come and pick up a couple of times a day. 
do they hate when I come in and just drop off a bunch of packages prepaid? No. Like, do they not make, or do they get, get a portion of they, that? They, there, there is always some kind of profit in the sense that the more business that comes through the store, the more money they'll have coming in. Same thing with the post office. Post office loves it when you show up. So when I show up to our small town post office, they love me when I show up with 20 packages. When I don't show up for a while, they're like, hey, you know. Is it just metrics? Like the, the local UPS Maybe. store. Is it, or, or do you think that like their store gets like a cut of the, the price? I don't know. But if you work for UPS or the post office, let us know in the comments. Yeah, let below. us know. I have no idea. But, I, you know, it's always better business for there to be more volume. So, because yeah, I always wonder, like, man, do they must they must hate the fact that I bring like USPS stuff in here because they don't it doesn't help them. But hey, maybe it does. Yeah. So when you're shipping on Amazon, make sure you're aware of the rates. And then the one thing I'll add, and because we're we're gonna be talking about like shipping items personally, but when you do FBA, remember that that those boxes should be packed better than anything you send on eBay and anything you send you know, on Poshmark, whatever. And this is why you could have a 24 by 18 by 24 box. that has like $3,000 worth of inventory. If you didn't pack that right and it breaks, you know, on the bottom and stuff gets shattered or messes up somehow, you're talking about thousands of dollars you're losing. Right. And so it's funny because in Q4, a lot of people made fun of all the eBay tape I was using. And I was like, whatever, like my stuff is going to be safe and secure when I arrive. So if you're new to Amazon and you're making shipments, just remember what you're shipping out, right? Because I've seen some people on YouTube, they're just, they'll just toss it in and just take the box and ship it. And I'm like, remember, all those boxes have to show up mint when they get there. So anyways, just something to think about. That's good stuff. I like it. All right. And I think I, we said our piece about eBay, right? Print the labels off of eBay. Yeah. Print the labels off eBay. Um, I think that's huge. And um, also, I mean, it takes a little bit more time, but but I think you'll kind of figure out if there's trends. Um, check the eBay discounted price on USPS and then also don't be afraid to check pirate ship. Correct. Right? Um, also, uh, don't be afraid to check so that's pirate Pirateship.com in case you're wondering what that's at. Yeah. <laughs> I throw that out there, but here's the thing. Sometimes USPS has been cheaper than pirate ship. Really? It hasn't always. Yeah. It, especially when it comes to sometimes when it's like, uh, I don't know, certain priority. It so like the, that way. the eBay negotiated price is cheaper than the, the pirate ship. Okay. Not by a lot. It's been by like a few cents, but I've noticed that, mm. you know, so just something to be aware about. And remember, pirate ship doesn't do FedEx. It just says USPS cubic shipping. Yeah. We should just talk about pirate ship real quick. I don't know if everybody out there knows about pirate ship. No. So I already threw it out there. So do you know what cubic shipping is? Yeah. It's based off the size of the box as opposed to. Okay. So it's not on weight. So you could have whatever weight the item is in the box. I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of limit there. But it's based on the cubic inches of the box. Okay. Now, it doesn't apply to larger boxes, right? But the best box to use for that is a 10 by 8 by 6 eBay box, I find. Like, as long as I ship there, I end up making, you know, I end up making money on my shipping when I ship using that box. So just something to be aware about. That's cool. Pirateship.com. We are not sponsored not, by not Pirate Not a sponsor. Ship, uh, but would love to be sponsored. Yeah, if you want to hit us up, Pirate Ship, um, that would be cool. You know it. So if you're going to use Pirate Ship, maybe send them an email and say, Pure Hustle Podcast sent us and told us about you. Um, you should sponsor them. All right. So we've talked about <laughs> so we've talked about the different platforms, right? Poshmark Mercari, prepaid labels is the way to go. Amazon, right? You buy your stuff off of Amazon and whether it's FBA Merchant Fulfilled will, de be, yeah, will determine how you ship things, but you should ship them, you know, like anything 
well packaged. And then eBay is probably, I would say, the the learning curve is higher. Yeah, there's 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 a learning curve. There's a learning curve, which I think is definitely good because once you can learn to ship all kinds of items on eBay, like you will be the shipping master. Yeah, and when you're the shipping master, you can put that on your resume. <laughs> no, but that's for real. But when you source, you won't have anxiety anymore. I mean, I have shipped out some crazy large items. Oh, and we haven't talked about uh, white glove delivery. We'll talk about that in a little bit. How about shipping those items that you can't ship, but somebody can pay somebody a lot of money to pick up and pack and ship for you? That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. All right. All right. So what are some of the tools? What, what, what would you say, like, the number one thing people need? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of things, but probably one of my favorite purchases by far is my thermal printer. Okay. It is. The Rolo. The Rolo We're not is, sponsored by Rolo. We're not sponsored by Rolo. And and honestly, it's I think it's similar to the Dymo, and there's a few others that are close. Um, I, I picked the Rolo because I think I think it was a little cheaper than the other ones. Um, and it's it had great reviews, and, and I watched some reviews on it. Um, it is amazing. It is truly like so I I know we've we've had this conversation multiple times. I, once you start using it, and I know you're not there yet, and you haven't, you need to come over and. and, and hey, next time I you, just you got start. off of Inkjet like four months ago. You're so far behind, man. It is. I'm so, like the eBay pages from the '90s. It is. It is like, it is pennies to print labels as much as you want because you're not paying for ink. You never have to pay for ink ever again. And if you get thermal paper or the thermal like sticker printer stuff, so one, you're not taping. You're not printing something on a piece of paper and then taping it on, which takes time, right? Time is important. You're not folding. You're not trying to make, right? It's it's It literally is the label, which looks super professional. So it's sticker, it's thermal. So there's no... There's no ink at all. It's like it's like receipt paper, but it's better than receipt paper. It's thicker, like sticker. But because it's the heat that goes over the paper that turns it black, um, so it's only black and white. There's no color on it. But there's it's and it's fast. Like when we get when we batch print stuff, like each one comes out in like a second. It's like bzz, 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 labels just come out. You peel the label off. You stick it on the package. It, it is so much cheaper. You will save. I promise you. You will save so much money on ink by switching to a thermal printer, the only thing, and, I, and I'm just going to be 100% upfront with the Rolo, and I'm not sure if other companies have the same problem or not, Rolo for USPS works flawlessly. I, I don't ship through FedEx, so I don't know. Through U, UPS, you have to do a little bit of a hack, and, and you can look up some YouTube videos on, on how to do it. But what you do is you pull up the, the printing label, uh, the shipping label, and you screenshot it. So you make it really big, you screenshot it, and then you print the screenshot. For whatever reason, the UPS website won't print the label unless you use a UPS printer. Well, and that was part of the issue, I think, with Amazon FBA and using Rolo too, right? That What I've heard is that people had the same issue. So if you think about Amazon, right? Because if you do Amazon, you're probably going to pick up, you're not going to be like Orlando, but you'll probably pick up a Zebra or a dimo printer to print the you know the labels that go on each of the items, but when it comes to sh- printing out the shipping labels for FBA, that's been some of the problems that people have been running into. Yeah, and it's and and I don't know. I mean, honestly, it'd be faster because anytime we're shipping through USPS, it's like you push a button, boom, it prints it. It's it's like two extra steps when we ship through UPS, which is a lot of the times um, where we have to pull up the 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 shipping label, we screenshot it, which is like two you know just like a you push a couple buttons, you screenshot it. And then you just print that screenshot. It takes a little bit longer. I mean, we're talking seconds. Um, you know, it, it's it's 
when you first start doing it, you have to, it has to become muscle memory, but you know, it's, it's a hack, I guess it's frustrating. It's UPS's way of making sure that you use their, I mean, cause it, it's already set as the right size, but they won't let you print the label on a thermal printer. And it, and it says, this is not a UPS printer. And it's like, really seriously, UPS, whatever. I can I can get around it. I'm smart enough. I know how to screenshot. <laughs> hey, and by the way, if you have other solutions, let us know in the comments. This is kind of an open discussion with shipping, like we said earlier on before, because some of you may have figured out a different hack that works. Yeah, but honestly, though, I mean, there's a lot of things I would suggest if you're not using a thermal printer. Thermal printers are great. I love my Rolo. I'm sure the other ones. Are I just need to as get good. a Rolo. Yeah, it's it it truly is. I would say I'd let you borrow it for a couple of days, but I use oh. it every time. Uh, but you need to come over sometime that you're doing a shipment and just just see, just see. No, It'll I trust you. No, life. I know it. I've seen It'll it change many, your life. many times. Okay, so Rolo, Mike is sold by Rolo. He has Rolo tattoo on his bicep, my right. tricep actually, not my tricep. Sorry. Okay. okay. Now, I use laser, and the only reason I will tell you I use laser is because Eric, the college picker, saw me talking about inkjet printers and said, "You need help." He just shipped one out to me. So if you're in the inkjet gang, it's time to leave. Like it's at, it, you are losing money. And even with the toner, I'm like, Hey, maybe I need to go to thermal. Right. But, but it's been working for me now. If you don't, if you don't have a Rolo or right now you have a laser and you're happy with it. Some of the things I can use that really helped me is I can use a uh, half sheet self-adhesive shipping labels. Okay, so we'll put the link down below, but, you know, I can print two labels on each of these sheets, and all I do is I print it, and I take it apart, and I just slap it on my item, and I'm good to go. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Right, and it doesn't, you know, it, it's it's been awesome. I mean, it saves me so much time. I was old school back in the day, and I would cut out my label of scissors, and I would tape it. Mm -hmm. I did that for years. If you're doing that, just stop. Yeah. Because the time you're saving will be worth it, and the tape you're saving will be worth it to you. Yeah. I watched, um, my wife just recently ordered some signs for our house off of um, Instagram. This lady, she knows that free hands, these really cool signs. So we bought them off of Instagram, and it was really cool because she was like showing video of her, like an Insta story of her making them. And we just like, oh, she's making our sign right now. And we watched her make it. And then as she made like probably 30 signs, <clears throat> then she started printing them out, cutting, taping. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's spending so much time. Oh, wow. She's got such an efficient business. If she had, if she had a thermal printer or if she was using these sticker papers, uh, she'd she'd be able to get another 10 signs done. I felt bad for her. That's wow, that's rough. It is rough. But that's how people felt about me using inkjet. Yeah. And scissors and tape. Man, the scissors and tape, I hate it. Please, if if you're still doing that, I'm telling you, it's so worth it. I, it's like 12, 13 bucks, and I get 200 labels. And if you're using a Rolo printer, it's like 12, 13 bucks, and you get like 800. Uh, okay. All right. I think it's time for a Rolo. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's. So I wish I could tell you more about Zebra or Dymo printers. You know, it's funny. I just, I picked some up and I just sold them. What? <laughs> I didn't keep them for myself. Oh, no. You got to keep them for yourself, man. The profit margins were too good. Almost uh, uh, quite a few things in my uh, in my office for shipping have come from things I've bought at garage sales. I know. I had That's some genius. nice ROI. Okay. So 
things to think about. And, you know, again, for labeling, it's just a one, I forget what it is. Uh, for e, I mean, I'm talking about FBA labeling. It's, you know, if you do inventory lab, you're obviously going to need a Dymo or a Zebra printer. Okay. So if you're thinking of moving on and moving away from the Amazon Seller app and, you know, Seller Central to process your orders, you definitely got to think about picking one of those up because you will need them for inventory lab. Unless I'm wrong, let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Okay. All right. So printer key, because you're going to print all your labels at home. Okay. Yes. All of them on some kind of adhesive backed paper, whether it be thermal, whether it be sticking paper. So then what do you do when you have, before you print that label, you got to pack the item. What are some things you like using for padding? All right. So one of the the key things that I've, I've been doing, uh, and I got this from you actually, is the first time I bought, well, bubble wrap, right? And I was like, okay, this is expensive. And some items you need a bubble wrap. And I knew paper was good. And I was at Walmart and I, I bought like a roll of paper and it was way overpriced, right? 100%. And so, it's so expensive there. I'm sure I, 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 this is not an Amazon link. So sorry, can't give you the link on this one. Uh, but in our area, at least, the U-Haul places sell boxes of 200 sheets of pretty good size, just white, plain white paper that's not going to make any marks on your stuff uh, for, I don't know, it's like $9 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's $10 for like 100 and something sheets. It's 200. 200 sheets. Yeah, so it's, it's big it, sheets. It is it's probably half the price of what Walmart's charging yeah, for their paper. Agreed. So I use that a lot um, because it is, it's very, very, very um, versatile, right? Like you can do so much with paper. Um, it's, it weighs a little bit more than, than bubble. Like if you're using like big bubble pillow, bubble stuff. Uh, but I also feel like it's a little sturdier. So whereas bubble pillows potentially could pop and then you have issues that paper, you can pack it as tight as you want. Um, you can, you can maneuver it. So it goes like around corners. There were a lot of items I shipped where I would just like roll it into like, I don't know, like a tube almost like, like a fluffy tube and like rolled around corners of items and it like made it so the item just sat right in the box and wouldn't move. Like there's a lot you can do with paper. Yeah. That's a big Agreed. one. Agreed. And so paper was it, a lot of the reason I went to paper was because of Amazon FBA. Like a, most of my FBA shipments I use paper because FBA doesn't like packing peanuts. They do not want packing peanuts, right? And the pillow machines, like if I had a pillow machine, I would use it, right? I just don't have one. Maybe I'll purchase one in the near future. Uh, but I do, I will say with pillow machines, like you just don't know, right? Yeah. Certain items, they're heavier. They might pop the pillow machine. Your item might end up damaged. But with packing paper, you can definitely fill up those spaces pretty easily. Yeah. And, a, and, a, and, and one thing too, tell me what you think about this. This kind of goes in the idea of paper. Um, I started with my shoes. I bought off of Amazon <coughs> a bunch of clear um, like trash bags, like the sizes that go on like office trash cans, like the littler ones. Okay. And so they're clear and I put my shoes in those and then I just use like a little, um, like a twist tie um, to like keep all my shoes. So they're see-through. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, so if I took items like that and I put them in a clear bag, um, could you use, like, instead of buying paper, can you use, like, old newspaper since you're not worrying about the ink if it's inside of a bag? Yeah, you definitely can use old newspaper. What about, what about like, the free uh, newspaper stuff at, like, gas stations? You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I mean, you got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, I don't go take them all, but I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're picking you them up get, and you read them and then you use them. If you can get pre-print newspaper paper. Oh, no, yeah, that's 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 gold. That's, that's gold. But, but even inked ones, if you've got your item, like, secured in a bag, it seems yeah. doable, right? And, and sometimes when you pack... You want to have the paper before the bubble wrap, especially yeah. when it's going to a hot climate. Because what happens to a hot climate, things can melt and it can end up on the item. 
Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Right, especially if it's vintage, you want to be super careful. Oh, that's so, a good point. Just something to think about. So wrap it in paper? I wrap a paper or tissue paper or something that isn't going to like, you know, melt onto the item. See, I'm learning right now. I just I just shipped a whole bunch of VCRs, uh, just bubble wrap, and then... Oh, I, I think you're okay. I'm talking about like mugs. I'm talking mm. about like that Buddy L truck I shipped. Uh, I'm talking about anything that you you just don't want. You know, it gets really hot and it melts or right. it bonds to things. Like you don't want that because then you'll have a damaged item. And speaking of like uh, air pillows and things like that, I know we've talked a lot in the past about getting boxes um, from friends or people who own businesses. Um, but even like, you know, a lot of trash cans outside of businesses will have lots of boxes. I, I don't feel like boxes are as hard to come by. Uh, do you have any suggestions for for getting packing supplies like old bubble wrap and and air pillows and things so like we're that? Put links in the below of who to network with. I'm just joking, <laughs> but no. So he, here's the thing: networking is your best option to cut your overhead. So right now, I have two people that provide me every month with sources. I mean, no sources with resources. So I have one person. Uh, their spouse works at a um, a clinic that like they make teeth and dentures and all that. So they're getting shipments every day with air pillows, with paper, with boxes. And so what she, I asked her and she said she was willing to. And so she puts them all together. And once a month I get a text, it's nearby where I used to work. And, you know, on the way to, you know, church or on the way to drive my kids at school or whatever it is, I'll just drive by, I'll pick up those items and I'll put them in my car. And, and it, it's been super, I have not paid for packing paper in about three to four months. Wow, that's nice. Right? And the other one, uh, the other source, <laughs> she she buys a lot online. So, and she likes, she gets, she knows people that do artwork and stuff like that. So she'll get a lot of air pillows. And so, you know, I'll get a text once a month and I'll pick up like four trash bag fulls of air pillows. So my recommendation, and, and we've posted this on Instagram a lot. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure to follow us on Puroso Podcast on Instagram, Puroso Podcast on Facebook. Might as well throw them all out there, right? Make sure to follow us on Puroso Cast on Twitter. And you could also give us a call at 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Shoot us an email if you have any other ideas that you haven't been able to put in comments below. Maybe it'll take a little bit more at Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you found that this saved you money and you just want to, you know, pay it forward and say, hey, thanks, Orlando and Mike, for the tips, we have a PayPal a button below. So that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't you. know what Mike we, just did. It was, it was a, it was a, please, if you're listening to the podcast, please. Mike likes, okay. So <laughs> whatever way, you know, you like to say thank you, we appreciate it. But uh, we talk, I talk about this a lot on Instagram because find someone that, you know, gets packages on a daily basis. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I we do. We get Amazon or we used to. We don't. I, now that I resell, I don't buy as much. But um, I mean, just from my own shipments, I'm able to I'm able to do a lot. But I'm sure at the school, you could probably go to the mail room and talk to somebody. I should do that. And they might have supplies there. Well, well, the nice thing is, is the uh, the cafeteria gets tons of shipments of food that come in boxes. And so I go down there. Uh, once every couple of weeks and pick up a bunch of boxes. Well, see, there you go. So you already know. I mean, oh, but yeah. that's just one more place to check out. So, so it's weird. Sometimes I ship stuff and stuff that says like chicken, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, the I'm just hoping it doesn't go to somebody who like is like 
hardcore vegetarian that's like, I can't touch this item if it's in a box that chicken was shipped in, you know? The best one are the diaper boxes. Oh, I've shipped in diaper boxes. Oh, see, I can't do it. Oh, I've done like, it. Here's my loves. Here's my huggies. So those oh, are yeah. definitely the interesting ones. All right. So, so that's what I use for padding. Um, bubble wrap. I do love bubble wrap. Now, if you need to go, you know, there's cheaper resources. Uh, if you go, you know, on Amazon, sometimes there's some good deals on bubble wrap. Sometimes there's some good deals, uh, you know, on eBay. But be careful when you go to Walmart because Walmart will have that 150 roll. Mm-hmm. And it'll have like this red line. It's like the duck, whatever bubble yep. wrap. And it'll have that slash, and it'll say two hundred. And then there'll be another one right next to it that only is one hundred fifty, and it's the same price. Hmm. You ever seen that? Huh. Oh, they do it all the time. Huh. So, and if you're really lucky, they have the massive rolls, which to me are super helpful because those massive rolls you can like put something on the wall, and it's like a, a bar, and you can just roll it down. Just roll it down, and it just makes shipping so much easier. Yeah. So if you have a station or you have an office that you can do those things, I strongly suggest you do that. Do it. All right. I'm trying to think. Oh, so padding. So other things I like using, you know, sometimes dumpsters are a good place to source. All right. You got to be careful. Check your local state laws. But, you know, if you're at a dumpster behind a Best Buy or a dumpster, you know, where like for me, it's weird. Like the the dumpster behind UPS is a good place for me. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny, but that seems like highly illegal. I don't know. I, I, I think going in dumpsters in general is is already illegal. It um, depends on your town municipal. And I feel like laws. I feel like doing it at the post office or a government building is like. But UPS isn't government. Ooh. UPS, yeah, that's true. UPS. I thought you said USPS. No, 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 it's so, not the post office. Okay, so but <laughs> go to the dumpsters behind the IRS building, your local police station. You'll get all kinds of stuff. <laughs> You know, it help help especially if you go at night and you're able to break through doors. You can find tons of stuff. Yeah, just just do it. Just man. do it. So um, don't do it. <laughs> so what else I wanted to talk about was look for stores where fragile items are being sent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes you can make connections with people there, and they will. You know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, a lot of reselling is you 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 know a lot of resellers are introverted, but being an extrovert helps. Right. Or just having a business card or just saying, hey, you know, I I resell and I, I, I'm always looking to get, you know, shipping supplies. I notice you guys get a lot of fragile items. You know, just ask. Don't ask for the freebie. Just ask, hey, I was wondering what you guys do with your extra supplies. Right. That's all you ask. If they say, oh, we give them to somebody or we throw them away or we can't give them away. That's easier than saying, hey, would you mind giving me this? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Just open that door. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. I, I just, I have found that to be super helpful. And and the other thing is, you know, it doesn't hurt sometimes to buy supplies. Yeah. I mean, you got to do it sometimes. It is what it is. I buy supplies all the time. No, but the reason, the reason I say that is we talked about time, right? And when we talk about time, we talk about, you know, you could spend all this time looking at dumpsters. You could spend all this time going around trying to find certain things and you could probably be listening at that time or you could be doing other items that will save you time instead of looking for the resources. Yeah, that's true. So where do you buy your supplies? Where do you get them? Um, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of everywhere. So let's talk about some of them. Yeah. So we talked about the U-Haul place, right? Like that, that's a good place for me to get paper. In fact, they have some interesting box sizes there. 
Um, we've been able to get some boxes occasionally at Walmart has some pretty decent prices, especially when we have to ship like bigger items and it's like, Oh, I don't have a box that fix, fits this. Um, Amazon is great. I mean, uh, you can get a ton of great things. We're going to have some, obviously some, some links below Costco. We've talked about going to Costco to get our packing tape, right? Like you get a whole bunch, which some people have mentioned some, uh, made some comments about other options for some that. Some people which, don't like the Costco tape. Yeah. Well, well, one person said, and, and I'm interested to check this out and, and, and they, they can be completely right. And if they are like, it could save a ton of money. They mentioned that the Costco tape is like 3.5 millimeter and that you can get on Amazon 2.5 millimeter instead, which is much cheaper and just as effective. Like if you're not shipping super heavy stuff. So, you know, there you go. And here's the thing, like you got to find, it's so interesting. There's so many different hacks. So one hack, did you, have you heard about priority mail tape? Uh-uh. <laughs> so you learned something new. So priority mail tape used to be something that the post office like had on their website. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like somebody on YouTube or somebody like us on a podcast that said, hey, go get your priority mail tape. And like the post office just stopped doing it. But priority mail tape saves me a ton of money. So the way I get it, there's a phone number and uh, we'll put in the link below if you want to call that number. I can't guarantee that they're going to, you know, be okay with it. Now, we're not large enough. Wish we were large enough where we had 100,000 subscribers, right? But now that we only have, you know, 1300 on YouTube. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure to subscribe. You know, it's possible that you could call that number and you'll be able to get some free priority mail tape. Yeah. And it's pretty good tape. Or you can go to your local post office. Now, I've had people on Instagram tell me that they can't, like they've gone and they've refused to give it. For me, I have two rules and you can only use priority mail tape on priority mail boxes. Right? So if you're shipping something that isn't priority mail, don't use it. But I got to tell you, I ship a lot of priority mail. Yeah. And I wonder if uh, that counts with like, um, well, I guess it doesn't, you don't really need it for a Poshmark because most of those boxes have the sticky adhesive stuff on it already. Um, but I still, do you still put tape on those though? No. You should. Really? Yeah. Okay. So let's do it. Going to tape them. Let's talk about that real quick. Like flat rate boxes, right? You know, they already have the self-adhesive. I always make sure that I tape over each side. The reason being is, you know, especially, I don't know, do you pack your stuff tight in the medium flat rate boxes? Like sometimes there's a bulge in there. Yeah, that's true sometimes. Okay, right? Yeah. And things get tossed. I had a situation one time where the thing just burst open on the on the person. And so what USPS did is he said that these items weren't supposed to be in that box and they charged that person an extra $30 shipping. Hmm. So I would say make sure you tape on the bottom and the top and then the other area where there's that glue, you know, yeah, on the makes bottom sense. part. Just a couple wraps around, hold it, hold it in tight. Yeah, so That's a good idea. I just so Okay, so we're talking about supplies, right? We're talking about flat rate boxes. Flat rate boxes are free. Free. And this you don't have to call. You just go to USPS.com, you know, set up an account, and you can get small rate boxes, Medium flat rate box, large flat, all of the flat rate boxes, and you don't have to pay until you pay for the shipping label. Yeah, and um, and and some of this stuff, if you're a veteran reseller, like you know yeah, this, yeah, like whatever. But if, but if you're if you're just starting out, like you go to the post office and they've got a lot of those boxes that you can grab for free and use, um, those are not the only sizes they have. In fact, they have a lot more versatile boxes and different sizes that you might need, uh, but you can only get them if you order online. So. Go online, check to see what sizes they have, because you might find that the sizes that are at your local post office are not the sizes that you should be shipping or using, or they don't fit what you're using. Get the right sizes. 
And I will tell you, what what do you think is the best free item that you get from the post office? Like of the boxes and the envelopes. What, what's your favorite? The padded flat rate? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, remember, all these, if it fits, it ships. And if, if the post office gives you a hard time, they're not following their own policy. Yeah. Follow your own policy. But, but if it's something, it's not my policy. I didn't make the rules. You made the rules. I'm just playing by them. You know what I'm saying? But what I've seen some resellers do is they'll like, like take apart the flat rate box and they'll, they'll tape it back together. So it fits. And it's pretty obvious. Okay. It has to be able to close on its own without doing any kind of Frankenbox scenario. Mm. Right. With padded, you know, I put some hoodies in there and I, man, I get those biceps working and those triceps, whatever I have left. And I just shove stuff in there. And as long as I can seal it and put tape over it, I'm good to go. See, that's definitely an eBay thing. You can get away with that on eBay. Poshmark, um, you, you, you want it to be really pretty. I don't think people care. Oh, people care. You think so on Poshmark? Oh, on Poshmark, people care. If you think people care, let me know below. Yeah, I mean, people, I mean, it's, you want it to be cute. It's, it's a boutique. People want to feel like they're buying from like a cute little online boutique and not from, not from like basically like a garage seller or thrift store. Okay, now, the one thing I will say, and so quick, ship quick, give us this tip is when you ship stuff on Poshmark, make sure that the priority, like if you ship, I don't know how, how this works, but the cute bag, mm-hmm. poly bag should be inside a priority item. Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned that. Uh, honestly, we've only done that a few times, which we probably should do it more because they were 100% right, and I didn't even think about it, is the, the post office, they're going to give priority to the boxes and the packages that that have their priority things. Even if your label is priority, which the the, the Poshmark ones are, mm-hmm. you know, USPS labels, um, it they, they may not make the connection. But a lot of the items that we ship are, uh, we use the poly bags that are like thick, and they have like decorations on them. So some of them have like cute little pineapples flamingos. and like lemons and flamingos. And we've sent some, sometimes we've sent those cause they're so cheap. Um, instead of using the post office bags, we use those to eBay and we've gotten quite a few positive comments where people are like best packaging ever, such cute packaging. So people care, man. Yeah. If, now if, if, if only feedback on Poshmark mattered though. No, no, but it's true. It it it, it kind of doesn't too much. But but what I'm saying is we've done it on eBay. Like yeah. we've sent stuff on eBay, and uh, we can kind of ask like, does it seem like the clientele is getting this item would appreciate this? And if, sometimes we use some of those cute ones. We'll put the the it's link so in the funny. description. They're 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 relatively inexpensive, and people get them. And and it's just uh it's just one little. It's like a novelty thing, right? Like it it sets you apart a little bit, and I think people get it and. It just it makes them smile before they even look at their items. So like you're winning before they even look at their item. I guess I will tell you. I used to do like tissue paper with clothing. I haven't done that in years. I've never done thank you cards, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I haven't done anything special. And yeah, I didn't get anything that said that was so cute. But I've never had anybody complain either. That's true. People are just looking for a deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I, my thoughts. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that's true. One person though, and I know this is a little bit different than just thank you cards, but um, one person, I bought my pair of Allbirds, which I love and I've talked about in the past. The shoes? Yep. On uh, Poshmark. And the person that I bought it from, um, it came with like their their business card, which was really, it was a neat little business card. 
And on the back was like the story of like how she started her business and how she's doing it so she could stay home with her kids and had like a picture of her and her family on it and her Instagram page and like other stuff she has in her store. I followed her on Instagram and, you know, like it worked. Like I was like, man, this person's got a cool like story. I want to check out their store more. So, I mean, potentially, and eBay is a little different than, than other places, but potentially that could be a way for you to network even more and get returning customers. Okay. All right. Hey, I didn't even think about that. So I've just been selfish. Selfish. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So tape. So priority mail tape. I personally like Costco tape. Costco like I, really, I think it's a great deal. If you can find another deal, like if you go to like a store that's liquidating, something you should look for are tape dispensers and tape. Mm. I've gotten a lot of tape dispensers and tape from like Toys R Us. When Toys R Us is closing, what I missed out on was the air pillows. Like there was a guy that picked up 17 air pillows machines. Ooh. He was trying to sell me one. I probably should have bought it from him, but I don't know. It was kind of one of those things like I just didn't want to. I was already annoyed that I missed out. But, and then the other tape is eBay tape. I like eBay tape. And I like it maybe because we, if you have an eBay store, you get that shipping coupon. To me, one of the best things you can get is eBay tape just because I don't know. Don't I don't know. I, I'm still the verdict out there. Do you see the new eBay tape they came out with? Uh-uh. The water-based one? No. Like it's the one strip and it's supposed to be super strong, but you have to apply water to it. Oh, that sounds terrible. I thought it was terrible too, but some people have said it's pretty strong. So I don't yeah. know. There you go. But so I have three tape, uh, I guess, scenarios or three tape dispensers. I have one that has eBay tape, one that has priority mail tape. And one that has my regular uh, Scott, what is it, Scotch or is it 3M? I don't know, the tape you buy at yeah, Costco. Yeah, the Costco, Costco tape. It's those three. Yeah, three right, M, so Scott. I primarily, I use the, primarily, I use the priority mail for all the primary, par, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's getting late, huh? For all the priority mail items, I use the priority mail tape. For all the not priority mail items that are eBay, I use eBay tape. And then when I run out of eBay tape, I use the Costco tape. But I do all my FBA boxes in eBay tape. Yeah, see, my my strategy is I use the Costco tape because it's clear, and I package the whole box up, and then I use the eBay tape as decoration. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling oh. me that. And so I do, like, the strip across the top, and I might do, like, a cross on it. So, like, one going, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it covers both directions. So it covers the, the opening, and then it covers the other way. Um, that way, on the top of the box, so my Amazon box or my... Whatever the box is, the Pringles box or whatever that it ends up being. And you don't do Scott. one. You do more than two strips of tape, right? Like you do the one going along the seam, along the opening. Seam and then like a cross or I might do two across, like, like a offset a little bit. Yeah, I'm always a fan of doing the two across. Two across, yeah. Whether it's two across or you do two across at the at each end of the box. Yeah. But again, you got to remember you got to pack it. You got to seal it in a way that if somebody's tossing it across the room and it falls, like, it'll be okay. I don't know. That's always been my rule. Like, people talk, oh, we're going to get into a little controversy, fragile stickers. I know that's controversy. It is. Some people say you should. I disagree. Yeah, I don't don't use fragile stickers either. I've had too many bad instances with people at either the post office, UPS, whatever, intentionally abusing products that have that. <laughs> but I've also had customers that have complained and said that this item broke. You didn't even have a fragile sticker on it. So as if like, you know, had I had a fragile sticker on it, it wouldn't have broke. So therefore it's my fault. So I, I definitely see why there's some people who feel like it kind of covers them in that sense. Like, Hey, like I tried to tell the post office it was fragile. Yeah. I I'm just, for me, it's, it should be packed well enough 
that if it doesn't have a fragile sticker, it'll still be okay. Yep. That's just my rule of thumb. I never, I've never used fragile stickers and I've, I have had one item destroyed. But that was my early years reselling that golf lamp I've talked about in the previous yep. podcast. Mine was those dishes that, that, uh, that broke and they never ended up. They complained, but th- when we offered them the refund, if they'd send us pictures and they never sent us pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so um, we don't use fragile stickers. One thing I've been thinking about doing using my thermal printer because it would be basically free is, and I've seen other people do this, is create a little template that I and just print a bunch of them out and just have them ready to like stick on stuff that say we recycle boxes and inside material. Like uh, we thank you for doing the same or something like that. So then people get the box of like Pringles or the, the box that says raw chicken on it that they're not like, what <laughs> the chicken. heck? But they're like, oh, how great. Like they care about the environment and recycling, you know? So like it, it just put on like both sides a cover. Like you can even cover like logos that are already on there. It says like we recycle boxes. Nice. Okay. Well, hey, I, I will tell you it, it's what I like about shipping is, you know, most people will, I, I hope I can't say this for sure, but most people I find will take those and they'll reuse it somehow. Right, at least we do. And so that's the nice thing about reselling is, you know, we're making a positive environmental impact. Yeah. We, <laughs> we're, we care. We do care. All right. I know I said that like we didn't, but like we do. <laughs> like we care. Okay. You know. So we got the taping down. Let's talk about scales. So mm-hmm. that I think is key. Yes. I know I, I, I used a bathroom scale for a little bit. Ooh, that's rough. Okay. I've only had to use that on like... Boxes over 50 pounds. <laughs> right. Strongly do not recommend the bathroom scale. No. Uh, for two reasons. Especially if you're doing Amazon, you know, I don't recommend the bathroom scale. Uh, but you need one of the, I use two different scales and I'll put in the links below. I use a smaller scale that weighs ounces. Yep. Right. And that's for all my first class shipping. And then I use a larger scale for the larger items. But make sure you get a scale and put in the link below that the um the reading lcd screen like can move away from yeah so that way the box doesn't cover it because that's the worst mine doesn't have that um i need to get one like that um so i'll check out the link that you put in there um mine i got at a garage sale for like two dollars i've been using uh but yeah there's a lot of times where i have to like bend down and try and like read the screen and like use the flashlight like what is that saying that it is because the box is covering it so yeah if you have one that like the the lcd display is off away from the box that's key that would be amazing it's huge and i didn't recognize that until i tried to use a smaller scale and put it on there and i'm like nope i can't see anything and you could you could press the button on one of them on the side where it freezes it mm-hmm. but you have to like reach in there and hope you don't alter the weight of the box you don't alter the weight of the box i had to re-speak on the mic in case you missed that so am i good now yeah because sometimes when you come back in okay. <laughs> just want to make sure you can hear me so that's the thing with scales. Like scales will save you so much time uh, because, you know, again, don't go to the post office for your shipping items. Don't go to UPS, like print the labels at home and, and being able to do that, you're going to need a scale. Now, the way I got my scale, my first initial scale was for free from Sam's.com. I don't know if they have the promo anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Where you like you sign up and they'll give you a free scale. You just pay for the shipping. And then I canceled it. So... I don't know. I don't know if that deal is still out there, but maybe it is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now you can get them cheap enough. Um, They're on really Amazon cheap. That are Skills really are good. so cheap. Yeah, I mean, I feel I, like the stamps.com one is is useful if you're actually going to be using their service. But because we've already talked about all the ways that we ship, you're not going to be using stamps.com's yeah. shipping service. Some people so. do those, though. Not a lot of people. 
All right, let's talk about boxes real quick. So we talked about how to get free boxes. I just wanted to share, if you buy boxes from eBay, what my favorite boxes are. I want to share favorite boxes. Do you have a favorite box from the eBay store? We have three boxes that we use uh, frequently from the eBay store. Okay. I don't have memorized what those numbers are. Okay. But like, we've got like, in order, and we're like, oh, grab that box. So we know what they are. Like, one's like a shoebox size. Yeah. I think it's the one you told me. Um, and then one's a little smaller, one's a little bigger. Uh, I, so I think your favorite one is the one that we use the most often, like the shoebox, a little bit bigger than a shoebox. The, the 12 by 6 by 6? I think that's it. Okay, so I have these memorized just because I love... I don't. <laughs> so this is just to help you out. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to get to everything we wanted to talk about in this episode. So we're going to cover this. We're going to do a part two in the future, uh, probably after our next update episode. Uh, but... You know, for me, my favorite boxes, you know, like if I'm shipping out ties or if I'm shipping out smaller items, right, has been the eight by six by four. Like that's like one of the smallest boxes you can get on eBay. Now, if I'm people have asked me about hats, right, and I don't like hats being bent. Like some people like their hats crisp. crisp. So the 10 by eight by six box to me is a great box. I love the 12 by six by six box if it's a pair of shoes. So I ship my shoes medium flat rate, not saying that's the best way. That's just, it works for me. I make the buyer pay. Hasn't been a problem. It's just real easy for me. But if it's a state nearby or in California, I can get away with cheaper shipping or I can make money on the shipping if I can use the 12 by six by six box. Obviously, the shoe can't be bigger than a size 12. Right. Right. I love using... Uh, the air jackets. Do you use the air jackets from eBay? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, those air jackets are legit. So I, I'm not a fan of poly. I just feel that something can always get stabbed through a poly. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the air jackets, you know, it's an inside uh, bubble wrap. And again, we're not sponsored by eBay. We're not, you know, these links that we put for eBay, like we're not going to get anything from it. So I'm um, just saying that, you know, but these are these are our go-tos. Um, I do love the 16 by 12 by 8 box. You know which one that is? That's like the bigger, bigger yeah. one. Yep. And on that one, I love it for uh, I ship out shoes with boxes. In oh, that's good. Yeah. Right? So I'll buy, um, you ever use the saran wrap stuff? I forget what that's called. Yeah. I, I, well, I typically will bubble wrap something and then use that to cover the bubble wrap. Okay. So what I'll do with shoe boxes is I'll, use, I'll put that around so the box isn't open. And then I'll put paper all around it and then I'll seal the box. Nice. Yeah. And sometimes it, you know, sometimes it costs me the medium flat rate charge or sometimes it pay, costs me a little more, but it keeps the box protected because, you know, some people want the box to be in mint condition. Yep. So anyway, that that's our boxes. I mean, for me, you know, there's also box resizers, which we don't use, but you can always, you know, pick up one of those. We won't have a link for those because I can't vouch for one because I've never used one. Mm-hmm. I can use scissors. <laughs> I probably need I know so quick ship quick and thrifty nomads use box resizers and they swear by it hmm. but um I know that's kind of what, what I use but yeah so those are my favorite boxes the one box I wish eBay, eBay if you're listening bring this box back the 12 by 10 by 8 it's been gone forever it was so awesome because you could put so many I know you laugh but I love these boxes I mean we should order like a bulk sub order of 12 by 10 by eight off of like 12 by 10 by eight. off of like Uline and then like sell them on eBay. There you ourselves. go. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure I can find them on eBay because some people buy the shipping supplies and then they resell them on eBay. Genius. Yeah, I, I guess so. But it's such a good deal. Like if you have a store, I love the deal. 
I hardly ever, I don't think I've paid for boxes because I've either networked or got them through the eBay store coupon in a year. It's been a long time. Yeah. All right, so poly bags. So do you use poly bags? Yeah, only only the the outside decorative ones. Um, and then I, I I know that poly bags get used a lot for like shipping stuff to Amazon and things like that. Um, like the the clear ones, right? Okay. But um, yeah, just the decorative ones. Um, but yeah, tell me about poly bags. What do you do with them? So I I use poly bags for two for FBA and for eBay. And the reason is for FBA, right? You got to use poly bags if you're sending in clothing or or anything that's textile or backpack or sometimes certain item, items you need a poly bag. Use video games you need a poly bag. Uh, and you see, you know, just different items. You'll have to check the Amazon guidelines. Uh, but you know, I'm a big fan. I love I love supplies. They they were at our meetup. They yep. have really legit bags that don't do that staticky clingy thing. Uh-huh. Um, and they once you seal them, they're pretty sealed. Like they don't like come apart and I, you know, they cost a little bit more, but it's like anything in life. Like when I was younger, I used to buy the really cheap stuff and I would buy a lot of the cheap stuff. Yeah. You'd you'd buy it more often because you needed to. Yeah. So I like those. There's also, you know, so I love supplies is a great brand. If, if you're needing others, there's also other poly bags, which I've used in the past, which I'll also put the link below. Uh, But you know, poly bags are great. And this is why I love poly bags. So, when I ship shoes, I use poly bags, right? Because you never know when it's going to be raining or whatever. So I just put it in the poly bag and I can't tell you how many times I get messages that say, thank you so much for using a poly bag to protect it from the weather. Nice. Yeah. And, and maybe similar to what I've been doing with those clear uh, trash bags with the, with the twist tie. Yeah. And there's a lot of items that I'm like, Hey, no matter what happens, this item is going to be nice and secure in here. And what I like too, here's here's another thing that, you know, just to think about with poly bags is let's say you have an item that's kind of puffy, like a big puff coat. I like using the really big uh, you know, poly bags at 18 by 24, because then you can put that puff coat and then you can kind of like push all there out and then seal it and then it can go in a medium flat rate box. Almost like like do they have ones that like you can a like vacuum, vacuum out? Yeah, th- there's those like- bags too. I don't use those, but it's kind of the same idea. Nice. Right. And I, and I find that with clothing, it helps a lot. And it does help sometimes with certain kinds of shoes, especially if you sometimes I saw, do you put women's shoes in padded envelopes at all ever? Yeah. Sometimes like sandals, like certain, certain ones. And it helps get them in because it just, they slide in, they don't get right. stuck. Right? right. So poly bags are able to be used. So on eBay and Posh and Mercari. And so we'll put, you know, the sizes we like using. Um, I do like the bigger bags because Whenever I sell jackets, I just like the presentation. Okay, so maybe I like about presentation, but I'll fold it nice. I'll put in the poly bag. I'll seal it so when when the customer gets it, like they can see the jacket. You know, it's not like just tossed in there. But I'm sorry with the padded envelope. It is brute force. Just, 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 just got to get in there. So, all right. So that's our poly bags. Now, thank you cards. Do you do thank you cards at all? Yeah, only um, no. We we did I mean kind of for Poshmark we do um we, we the first time the first several sales we did on Poshmark we actually had like postcard size like thank you cards that we got for relatively cheap um and wrote a little hand thing on the back and then we just printed out on a piece of paper with like ink like thank you thing with like a little design and like we're able to cut like ten of them out and then would like just poke a hole and like tie that onto okay. the items. Um, which we still do for certain things on Poshmark, but um, 
less and less do we realize it's it's super important. Now, I do think I I'll, I do remember that lady's business card with like the nice little story on the bottom with like her Instagram account and her store or her uh, closet on Poshmark. I think I think potentially if you've got a specific type of thing you're selling on Poshmark and you're trying to build like a returning customer base because you have like a lot of the same types of stuff might be useful, right? Like if you're trying to, or if you've got a very specialized eBay store, you're like, I sell, I sell, um, audio equipment or I sell vintage games or something like that. And you're wanting to get people to come back then potentially having something that will like cause them to say like, yeah, I should follow you on Instagram or I should follow your store. Um, that might be beneficial for you. I think Reezy resells at one point had QR code. That's good. I mean, I don't think people use QR codes tons anymore but back in the time that, that, yeah. that people could like scan them w- their way back into the store. Yeah, that's good. You know, I thought that was kind of genius. Yeah. I, I really like that idea. So it's up to you with thank you cards. I don't use them at all, but I have seen some that like, if you're unhappy with this item, please contact us before contacting eBay or whatever. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that helps yeah. avoid before leaving issues. a negative feedback, like um, con- help us resolve this problem for yeah. you. So w- whatever it is. So that might help too. So, I'm, we're not opposed to it. I, for me, it's a cost benefit. Like I haven't seen it benefit me, you know, to throw in those in, but you know, maybe it's worth it. And if you've had that experience where it's worked out well for you, let us know in the comments below. Wow. So we've covered a lot of items. We still want to talk about how to ship certain things and how to avoid problems and deal with claims. But you know what? We're going to make this a part two. Yeah. So, so part two coming soon. So it'll be up coming, in a few weeks. Coming to YouTube and a podcast near you. There you go. So, hey, hopefully you found some of this helpful. Links are below for the items that we use. We, I mean, we'll also throw in some other items like what we do for like lighting and, and you know, for, you know, getting items prepped and all that. But we hope this is helpful. We're always, you know, one DM away, one comment away on YouTube. And uh, with that being said, make sure you're being real. Be relevant. And be reselling. Peace. Peace. Oh, I hope he edits it out. <laughs> <laughs>